1: At Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited-time promos, pre-use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada, yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro.
0: You awoke me. Unleash the power in my heart. I will dance and I'll defeat them through the light and the dark. You listen,
1: I'm finished. I was gonna say, I don't know this song. I Welcome back,
0: folks. I mean, listen to that. It's clearly obviously an anime or video game or some other dumb nerd <laughs> shit that I like. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, guys. I am the firm grip between Derek Jackson and his wife's hands. <sighs>
1: And I am Viola Davis. This is the read. Thank you. It is indeed. For coming back. Um, this nigga. Yeah. Joining
0: <laughs> us. Here, you know what I'm saying? Reporting to you live from the situation still existing in whatever the fuck this social experiment is that God has created. Mm-hmm. I mean, Earth.
1: Just to fuck with us. But, you know, we're here nonetheless. Um. So...
0: Let's first talk about social media. Oh, I was just trying to be I'm nice turning my to y'all mic bitches.
1: Off. <laughs> I'm turning my mic off.
0: I was trying to tweet some words of encouragement the other day after I had a mix of Casamigos and Champagne. And unfortunately, this led a lot of you to be concerned for my well-being. Which is... So hilarious and embarrassing. Um, I'm cool at the moment. Was simply hoping you are as well, bitch. <laughs> but um, thank you anyway for the outpouring of support. The some six hundred uh, some odd messages <laughs> from people saying, "Girl, don't do it. Step away from the ledge." <laughs> I was just saying hi and hoping you're well. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's that. All I'm
1: sorry, but <laughs> I, I called you and it was like, <laughs> I've never seen you more confused about anything ever. So I was
0: mind. Like, I was like, what did I do? <laughs>
1: I had to just be like, you know, my friend. I am just telling you that your phone is probably about to start blowing up because (laughs) niggas are calling me like, "Uh, "You need to check on him." And I'm like, "What do I I just talked to him yesterday? (laughs) What's going on?" (laughs) Oh, glory be to God! Thank y'all so much
0: here drinking.
1: Thank y'all for caring so much. It is really truly appreciated.
0: I was just drinking some offsets house or Casamigos (sighs) how clever as it is officially called correct and um, you know I just wanted to say hey girls life's short do the best you can love you and everyone was like kindness from that bitch something's wrong (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> so I
1: can't blame
0: you for that, you. but I'm fine. Thank you so much for being kind. Oh, boy. And all of your messages were still ever um, impactful and moving. So thank you for that. Um, <laughs> all righty. Black Excellence this week is going to one Deja Taylor. Many of you also were sending me this story. Deja is a 17-year-old t- scientist and badass who's working on patenting her own color-changing sutures. So she created, she invented these sutures that would change color at the side of an infection. What? Right.
1: That is so genius.
0: Like, so let me tell you something. I'm reading this on Smithsonian Magazine's website. Oh, okay. I'm not smart. You know, I have pros and cons, but a lot of this, even from, you know, with like, with a 17 year old queen at the nucleus of it, a lot of this still skims right over my capabilities. So I want y'all to understand that I did my best. But what I can tell you is that Deja... Look was, at her. Of, oh, my
1: God. It, like,
0: isn't she just the She is the, the best?
1: sweetest baby ever. Look at her. Oh, <laughs> isn't my God. she
0: just the greatest. She okay. is
1: 17. <laughs>
0: 17. She's one of 40 finalists in the Regeneron Science Talent Search, which is apparently one of the oldest and most prestigious science and math competitions in Cal Co- competitions for high school seniors <laughs> and the country, right? Like the fuck. Like,
1: <laughs> they would never invite me to none of that shit.
0: <laughs> good luck if I can grip on the basic I- addition and <laughs> like right. God forbid division is a part of the conversation.
1: <laughs> Please. What I know about science is don't put styrofoam in the microwave.
0: <laughs> That's it. Like And d- if my mama was right, don't stand too close to it when you're <laughs> That's all I know. I don't have anything else.
1: The rest of it is chemicals and shit, girl. Leave me alone.
0: (laughs) So, what I really found, uh, really like, fascinating about this story is that apparently there are like stitches or sutures or whatever you call them that were created where I guess they're called like smart sutures, where I guess they (laughs) somehow are connected to like smartphones and computers, so that doctors and, and patients maybe also can whip out their device and check the status of their, like, wound or whatever. Wow. But to Deja's point, many people in developing countries ain't got no motherfucking st- smartphone. But you know what they do have? Wounds that need to be clean and not infected wow. so that they don't die. So, this queen was able to say... So, somehow, Oh my through, God. like... She's used Beats which apparently have like the right amount of dye and pH to detect like infection in humans. And again, this is where we're dancing outside of my understanding. I've been
1: sitting here they reading are... <laughs> so that I could try to get what it is she has done. <laughs> I'm going to
0: put a link to the the uh, article I read in the description for this week just because I feel like first of all, uh bow down. <laughs> Secondly, i I found it very interesting, so I think maybe other people would also enjoy reading it. But um yeah, she's working on a patent. There's a lot of stuff that I guess they still need to do in terms of research, testing, so and blah blah blah. But she's going places. And <laughs> I just found this story to be really awesome. The fact that she's 17 is even more awesome. And it's like typical black woman young old in between, what's on her heart, giving a fuck about people and doing the best to like supply needs, supply resolutions to Problems and things like that. So, right, shout out to her. It
1: is, yeah. They do go into the science behind it. So, if you're interested, definitely check out the link. But it's just fascinating that a young girl thought, "How can I help make things better for countless people?" And then went into the work of of developing this whole thing. Like it's just incredible. So, shout out to Miss Deja Girl, seventeen years old, and already a far better human that I could ever dream to be. So great yeah, work so, great
0: work girl great work so are you muted or what's going on is <laughs> it a connection thing or what exactly is the issue now
1: can you not hear me because i'm not muted i
0: hear you now uh, oh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. perhaps it was the internet playing ball-headed games but i wasn't muted
0: okay that's well, why you said that i hate you <laughs> mm. but whatever it is i agree i'm sure i agree <laughs> Um so Miss wow. <laughs> Taylor of Iowa City West High <laughs> School we tip our hats to you queen good job and best mm-hmm. uh best to the future
1: Absolutely
0: absolutely This week in hot tops good top hunting good bottom hunting but I guess that's a an easier thing to, that's not. Hey y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets the charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their crocs to give it you know your own unique flair and fun thank you to crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own crocs that i'm excited to add some gibbets to because i see on the website they have some avatar the last airbender charms So those are going to be the first ones that I stick on the front of these shoes. And there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here. So this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole. Here we go. Be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some crocs or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know, something I think I've been craving. I'm really craving a directory-style uh, website that sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkisha. Sharkisha! Um, Sharkisha! Know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great. And it's, like, also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Um, But, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble. And, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So... If you have it on your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. All right. So speaking of Black excellence, you
1: committed to it.
0: <laughs> one Rihanna Fenty, six Grammys to my name. <laughs>
1: I know the reference this time, niggas. Of course you do. <laughs> it was like, I'm sure it was grummi- all inside. <laughs> <laughs> what an era, man. So, w- one, like, you really had to be there. It cannot be duplicated.
0: There was just a pocket in social media where things were just so nice. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: they were nice, but they were lawless.
0: <laughs> so, they were. They were. <laughs> And now they are what they are.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So Rihanna is the first black female artist to have an album sit on the Billboard 200 for five goddamn years. That album is anti.
1: Wow. Go off.
0: I think my favorite. Oh yeah. Rihanna album.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's it's between that and loud. But then yeah. I also really like Rated R. So. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot going on there, but anti is just so good. It is just, <laughs> and the fact yeah. that it has been on the charts for five years. I mean, I'm sh- I'm shocked, but I shouldn't be because it is that good.
0: Exactly, right. And she exactly. keeps
1: the Navy extremely thirsty.
0: Speaking of which, she posted a little celebratory moment on her Instagram about it, and of course, one of uh, the Navy members said, "Celebrate by releasing a new song." <laughs> To which she responded, I think I should, with a soon emoji.
1: <laughs>
0: Just one, though. Yeah, okay. So then, you know, Rihanna stands took to Twitter and TikTok and wherever the Bigo go and, and bingo and cricket and wherever the fuck else and said, red alert, red alert, the doll said something. We Y'all have movement. The, uh, 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 uh. Gird your loins, gird your loins. <laughs> She's coming. <laughs> So maybe this spring summer by, might be the moment where we'll get a little something to shake our asses to by way of Rihanna. But I am still enjoying the, like, Fenty Empire expansion.
1: Yeah, definitely. I love that she's just, like... Yeah, y'all called me the Avon lady and now I'm literally finna sell the entire Avon catalog and it's all going to be under Fenty. And I'm and I dare you to get mad at me about it. So I just if she's happy, then I'm happy for her. She has Rihanna has given me enough as far as music is concerned, because I really do enjoy most of her catalog. So I think it's really the stands that are like the most pressed. But it's also the issue of like she has lied to y'all's faces like this before and played with y'all. So <laughs> why are y'all still getting your hopes up? She said st- yeah. was it was it 2019 where she was like, okay, album coming out this year and then literally did not drop a goddamn thing. Was yeah. it 2019, 2018? Like I she think has, so. she has been playing with y'all like this for the entire five years since Anti came out. So I <laughs> just kinda don't know when you girls are gonna realize that you're being fucked with and you will get the music when she puts it out and dust <laughs> <that's> that. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm waiting for like the Fenty phone because <laughs>
1: Not
0: the I'm phone. just on the edge of with like Is it just me or has, has autocorrector or, or whatever on the iPhone just become less and less useful? Like at this point I feel like the bitch is just playing in my face. Yeah. Like sometimes like I let's say I misspelled like necessary, which is often an uphill battle for me. <laughs> And I'll be like, I'll put in the first three, four letters if necessary and it'll put like nectarine or something. <laughs> bitch, you know, this is not the fuck I'm talking about, bitch, just because I don't have the latest goddamn device, ho. So, <laughs>
1: I mean, I do have the latest device and mine autocorrects to French words when I don't even have a French keyboard installed what is she so playing? why are you playing i get that the phone Wh- is listening to me but i don't need you to translate my text into french please <laughs> i don't need that <laughs> i don't know how to get it to cut off either mark zuckenberger cut it off
0: um so two-time 2021 naacp image award winning actress producer director and overall black badass Marseille martin
1: that could have been a few different women. So I was just waiting for the name.
0: She was recently speaking with The Hollywood Reporter on her Empire production company, regality, black beauty, talent, um, you know, expansion, advancement, model esque makeup ability. I don't know. I'm making up words now. No, okay, but all so- those things are still true. So, she was talking to them about, uh, you know, she has a Disney Channel series uh, coming up called Saturdays, which she's produced probably pronounced Saturdays.
1: Might be. <laughs> but I would love it if it wasn't. I would love it if it was Saturdays. And that was in, like, the theme song or something. <laughs>
0: oh, Black. Okay, so she's producing that. And... She spoke about how this series was born, uh, from her fond of like aesthetic roller skating because roller skating is apparently a big, like central part of the, that plot and a desire to shine a light on sickle cell anemia. But within that conversation, she also said that it is not about black pain. The main character will still be celebrated, still loved, and lives her life the way that she wants to. She also said, I have a couple of rules when you come into my office. Uh, shut when up. When you come into my office. Period, bitch. I'm done. I don't. This, when you come into finished. my office,
1: <laughs> what else is there to even say?
0: I'm done. We have no other words. Well, the episode is finished.
1: And, there, and nobody is going to top this. <laughs>
0: this 16 year old icon said when you come into my office don't give me this I don't do no black pain if it's black pain I don't go for it because there are so many films and projects about that so that's not who I am I want to make sure that it is diverse and real <laughs> in its own way I want you to know Marseille Martin anybody the fuck else listening that I'm standing up right now
1: <laughs> I'm standing up to do this, this. nigga really stand up <laughs> you better do the essential worker clap.
0: <laughs> That's what the fuck I'm is. talking about. Because, like, we've talked about this on the podcast for years and years. Like, there's enough, like, oh, my goodness, look at the the plight and the struggle of the Black experience and, and all of the different levels and corners of trauma yeah. within. And there's definitely a place and importance... For all of that, it's not like it's it's useless, but but it's being black is lit.
1: Sometimes I right. watch, us, watch us having fun. Being black is so great that despite all the overwhelming evidence against the black experience, most of us would not choose to be white. <laughs> Or anything else. (laughs) Or anything else. Because Black is lit. Like, it's just phenomenal over here, despite all the bullshit y'all put us through. And that's why y'all so mad. And we know that about y'all. So I love it because, like you said, it's not that there's no place for these stories. But Mm -hmm. those stories are the first to get told. And they're the first that wealthy white producers want to bankroll so they can win an Oscar because of Black people.
0: Exactly.
1: So... Yeah, like there's plenty of that. There's plenty of trauma stories. And I mean, as a person who is probably going to write trauma stories, I'm not offended by this because we also need to see black people who are going through shit. But the shit not being the main point of the movie.
0: Thank you. The resilience
1: you. and the the joy that they have anyway and the way that they adapt to their situation and the way that they learn that some of it is limitations of of them or their experience and a lot of it is limitations of society you know and how it's not necessarily your fault that things are the way they are like i just want to see more of that too i want to see more of like black people being like yeah this is happening to me whatever hardship i'm going through and yet i still have joy and peace and fulfillment and love and and respect in my life like so i'm 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 so happy um that we are at a place where a 16-year-old black girl in a, persi- in a position like Marseille Martin is in can say, when you come in my office, make sure this is the type of script you bring, because I don't want to hear nothing else. You can take that other shit somewhere else. It's a spot for that, <laughs> right. but it's not over here. That's I love that. Period. I really do. Like, that's beautiful. So I'm so excited. It's anything this girl does, I'm just so excited <laughs> right. to support. I mean, we have loved her from the very beginning. <laughs> I mean, from the pilot, like, like <laughs> I still have that picture beginning. when you went to ABC, when you were at the Disney lots and you took a picture mm-hmm. with her on set. I still have that <laughs> on my phone she because was so, yeah, she was a tiny baby when I saw her at the, um, the Emmys. I'm the like, Emmys, that, yeah. that must have been like eight or nine years ago. <laughs> I mean, not even that long, but she just seems so small then. And she's such a young woman now, so it's like watching your little nieces girl it's like watching chloe and hallie grow up it's just like oh my god the babies Mm -hmm. i'm so happy for y'all because y'all are just growing into such smart and strong talented like like just just with a good mind like with
0: yeah that's the thing it's like
1: y'all are healthier than we were
0: When I, like, even in the midst of me wanting to bash my head into the wall dealing with, like, people in my age range and beyond, and a couple of people a bit younger than me, but, like, a lot of people within the experience I grew up in just clinging on to their ignorance, even when all signs point to it being some bullshit now— There are situations and and people like this from a younger generation that let me feel like at least whenever it is that my era is done, I feel like there are more people, you know, behind me, younger people that are like, okay, girl, like, let's go (laughs) ahead and take care of business (laughs) because we're over it. Like, that was cute. That was sweet. That was nice. That's not what we're trying to do. Not for us, not for our kids or their kids so that's really dope Um,
1: yeah exactly
0: and that's also an example of having you know a solid foundation at home because her parents don't play
1: uh and that has always been true when i met marseille her mama and daddy was right there like she was not the child to be left unattended and it was the same thing with chloe and Allie. their mama was right there at everything Mm -hmm. so but best of luck to her i'm excited to see what she does next
0: so, Bobby Shmurda is free, as we have said, and oh, he's yeah. apparently already raked up uh, six figures from NBA All-Star Weekend loan, where he was out making appearances I and know stuff. that's right. Masked up in each and every one of them. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Bobby Shmurda. He ain't going
1: back. He learned something. ain't things. taking him while he's here. Okay. That's goddamn right. <laughs> Bobby learned some things. He said, you niggas might be out here partying like ain't no pandemic, but I was locked up and I know it's a pandemic. And therefore, <laughs> no, Bobby saw too much shit. He saw too much shit and he is wearing a fucking mask. And I'm so glad, like, as much as like I am endlessly frustrated with wealthy people doing whatever they want to during the pandemic, I appreciate Bobby for wearing these masks every time he goes out.
0: It's at least a symbol of, like, girl, I'm taking... I'm not going to completely act like shit is sweet out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, we've all understood that these rappers, big and small, are out here making these appearances and stuff because they need money. You know? And, mm-hmm. and simply streaming their song or whatever is not enough for them to make their mortgage or help take care of their auntie or whatever the fuck else. Yeah, that 80% stuff.
1: of their money was touring. <laughs>
0: Exactly. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Pouring liquor down the throats of every, you know, a sea of 600 niggas with nobody wearing a mask on and right. then putting it on Instagram for us to watch. Like, nothing is wrong out here. It's like.
1: Yeah. Mm, exactly. Anyway. Exactly.
0: Bobby Sharda, uh, apparently, the conditions of his parole have gone public because that's how it goes when you go to jail or whatever. Um,. So, his parole ends February 23rd, 2026. And until then, he has an 8 p.m. curfew. He must submit to substance abuse testing. And he must take counseling for aggression and anger. He may not drink alcohol, nor may he hang out (laughs) at bars.
1: No, that's why he was turning away all the drinks. I know that's right.
0: Let me tell you something. There are clips of Bobby at his appearances, yep. and somebody <laughs> handing him a glass of, like Douce or something. He's like, "I have a Tropicana, and, and quite frankly, get the fuck away from me." <laughs>
1: Are you the feds? Back up. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing. She probably is. Whoever that is offering him the drink is probably with the fucking feds. And they looking for a reason to take his ass back. So, no. In public, Bobby Schmert is not going to have a drink. Period.
0: <laughs> Get a wave. I'm not going back. He treated Jail like that. that hat. Threw it away and it never came back.
1: Listen, where did the hat go? It don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> the hit remains.
0: Well, Bobby, good luck to you. Uh, Young sir, he's apparently in the studio with Quavo and Young Thug. Who else would you want to be in the studio with? Literally no one. (laughs) Probably going to write a whole song about being faithful to black women. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to hear it. Probably this summer.
1: Definitely what's going to happen, for sure.
0: Speaking of summer, one walker has given birth to a baby girl. um, And I've spoken about it in only one, the way that Summer Walker can on an IG story where she said, let's all forget I was pregnant and move on with our lives so I can enjoy my little angel in peace.
1: Wow. Wow
0: first of all i didn't even know she was that far along but it's so sober for her to be like so yeah i was pregnant or whatever but f- fuck that whatever stop talking to me like let me breastfeed who are you get away from me get off my lawn leave me yeah, alone i don't care yeah. that i'd be talking to y'all um she's posted a couple of pictures since to i guess give you here's what my body looks like now that i'm not carrying a child in it anymore. Okay. Um. She and her baby's father posted some pretty f- photos together in burgundy matching things. Of course. And, um, and you know, good for them. She also said, uh, apparently, there was like a fan page or something that was secured for the baby.
1: Oh God.
0: And she said, so I guess a fan made this page, but let's be very clear, there will be no pictures of my child on the internet.
1: Oh, well. And
0: then I guess she went back to loving on her child. Good for uh, her.
1: I, I don't... A I, wise... I never have an issue with celebrities keeping their kids offline. Never.
0: That's what I was going to say. A wise nigga once said, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am not. I was curious as to like, if it was always if 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 she was someone like yourself or even me who would who was always like girl I'm never <laughs>
1: yeah I'm not ever <laughs> like Laura
0: London teased like no you are never fuck off no that's <laughs> yeah, never gonna happen right or if it was like a newly decided thing because y'all have had all kinds of things to say about Sarah Walker's potential motherhood. Right. Yep, way before she was even or had even announced that she was pregnant when she told us all that we need to actually be um, planting our own carrots oh, yeah. and rutabagas and to spend fifty eight cents
1: a week on our on our infants. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> so you know, I'm sure she understands now. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. Shout out to you, Summer, and everybody else out here raising little human beings in the middle of the Pantene Pro-V, because let me tell you something, I don't know how you do it when we're not in the middle of a Pentecostal church. Amen. So the fact that you have to do it and also be like, oh my God, germs, oh my God, vaccines, oh my God, the Derek Jackson video. (laughs) I just want you to understand that I... (laughs) I see y'all and oh, I love y'all. Yeah. Whether your baby is between the ages of just fresh out the puss to I'll give you like seven. <laughs> if your baby Not is I'll give eight, you seven. If your baby is eight, then you know you're on your own. But if <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> no but i always feel like i would be like a super 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 paranoid parent that's Mm -hmm. just concerned with every single thing that my kid is is like touching eating smelling seeing all of those kinds of stuff and then on top of that you know you're talking about famous people here so
1: right right exactly exactly i mean yeah best of best of luck to y'all and especially to y'all's kids
0: hmm <laughs> Especially to y'all's kids. Because <laughs> they didn't do nothing but wake up. Right. You know what I'm saying? They All they did was, eyes.
1: was get born. And they didn't ask for that. They didn't ask for the trauma of being brought into this earth. So
0: Light touched their retinas, and they are just like, fuck. Like,
1: <laughs> Who invented this? It's trash.
0: Here we go, I guess. Well, where's the food?
1: <laughs> Literally, immediately.
0: So... Somehow, in this timeline on Earth, Boosie has found a way to be kicked off of Instagram again.
1: How? A game. Who is paying attention to little Boosie? So his
0: chapter two Instagram got chopped because apparently he was um oh god shooting a video for his song period featuring. The baby.
1: Oh Christ!
0: And I don't understand. I don't think the video is out. If it is, it doesn't make a difference. I wouldn't have watched it, but I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't have been none of
1: my business.
0: (laughs) For whatever reason, Boosie and whoever the fuck directing felt that someone being slapped in a in a convenience store needed to be a part of the storyline. They came up with a storyboard oh, on Zoom. Oh no, oh no. And somewhere, you know, they charted a Boosie Slaps a Random Nigga moment. So this nigga took to his um, his part to Instagram, where oh he recorded a video of himself in a cloud of smoke, looking like a ghetto sorcerer. And he said... (laughs) that he was offering $554 to anybody that was willing to let him slap the shit out of him in the video for for period. Oh, my God. And he said, it's got to be real. DM him for more information while looking higher than a wide-open stratosphere. (laughs) (laughs) So they actually did find some drunk nigga who agreed to be smacked real life on camera. They
1: probably had to, like, sift through the options. I have a feeling a lot of people volunteer for this.
0: I don't even feel like this was the person they found in the DMs. It looks like they just pulled up to a Chevron and (laughs) just picked whatever nigga was outside. (laughs) So he did indeed slap this motherfucker in real life while wearing some PBS kids ass jeans and just slapped him right in front of the (laughs) sour straws and and recorded that for the behind the scenes as well as the video. Oh my god. So the smack video, which was on Instagram, went viral as well as the video of them paying this nigga or whatever. Either way, Instagram quickly caught wind of it because it's a viral video of a famous rapper needlessly slapping somebody at a gas station. Right. Um, and so they chopped it because terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Boosie tweets... Oh At Zuck, you just racist. And this is the latest <laughs> chapter of the Lil Boosy Mark Zuckerberg feud. Um, you're welcome. I have so many questions. I
1: have so... Okay. <laughs> Why was the slap so integral to the video that it had to be real? Why $554? <laughs>
0: That is such a specific... Was that the remaining balance in yes. your unnecessary yeah. fuck shit account? 554? <laughs> Can I get uh, something that ends in a five or a zero? Like, why not 500? Is, why not 550? Why not 555?
1: <laughs> 554? Because all we have is 554, so it can't be 555. <laughs> Nobody's going to deposit a dollar so that this check can be cut.
0: (laughs) Oh, this is sad. Like, why are you always offering people money to embarrass themselves in public? Who are you, Mona Scott? And I know they paid this nigga on cash app. I know they did. They gave him, well, in this video, they gave him, like, actual cash. Oh, God, even better. Yes, some (laughs) Somebody's random seemingly drunk uncle. Anyway.
1: So when he I said he gonna get robbed.
0: At this point, Boosie is like a TV show that you're either not you're either watching or you're not. Yeah, and, and I'm not it keeps getting canceled <laughs> and then revived via On a different crowdfunding <laughs> or whatever, yes. right? And like I just wanna be done. Um <laughs> But clearly some of y'all are having a good time. And you know what? At this point, Throw in whatever. The towel. Give up. Just five hundred and fifty-four
1: dollars. Um no, that is first of all, not enough. Um <laughs> but secondly, I'm not at all surprised that Boosie thought he could get away with this. Like, there's no way that every place he filmed, he had a permit to do so or paid the 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 correct or the real rate that he was supposed to pay for filming this commercial thing. So I'm just not surprised. And uh, as racist as I think Mark Zuckerberg is, I'm fine with this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, you might he be does. right about him being a racist, but also you don't need to be on Instagram or anywhere else.
0: <laughs> and also, he does not know who you are. He's never <laughs> heard they dyke in. He's never heard independent, <laughs> That man does not know. He don't even know independent. He don't
1: even know independent.
0: Like if anyone actually flipped a switch on your account, it was probably an intern. <laughs> no, like Mark Zuckerberg has way, way bigger fish to fry, and they're not cat. So I don't <laughs> like. It was y'all never have him, nothing to talk about.
1: But you continue to target him, and honestly, I'm not mad at it because that is funny every time the fact that you don't know that man's name and then the fact that you tag him as if he was the one who made the decision to cancel your account as if there are not thousands of people in line before him who are authorized as if to you do are that not, same thing
0: <laughs> and as if you are not clearly doing this while you're right sleeping. and as if
1: you are not like like you be breaking the rules is the thing They don't be targeting you out of nowhere. It's not like some unfair application. You be blatantly violating the terms of service and then smack because they don't let you stay on the platform.
0: This nigga act like he be outside of a courthouse (laughs) preaching Black Lives Matter stop (laughs) killing us or whatever. Meanwhile, he's asking you to show your pussy and get smacked (laughs) on camera on Instagram and gets blocked and is like, y'all racist
1: have fun right. you know I don't have any, what else the, you You not brother rustin you brother badass and that and so we not finna ride for you my nigga like you are I agree with Mark Zuckerberg and the team over at Insta Facebook that you have no business being on the platform I agree with them okay. so go find something else to do read meditate see a therapist journal literally anything go on a hike
0: Who is Derek Jackson for real? I literally
1: don't know. I did not, had never heard his name until this shit started. And I have tried my damnedest. My life. I've tried my damnedest to stay out of this story because I have seen this too many times and I am uninterested.
0: (laughs) So, apparently, there's a nigga on YouTube that does relationship advice videos and shit and has been since 2012. Who's been cheating on his wife, and y'all niggas found out by way of gossip and shit. And so then they decided to do a video together to admit that he cheated on her and say, hey guys, we're just go ahead, gonna go ahead and come clean or whatever while ferociously holding hands. I mean, like, <laughs> grip, a death
1: grip, my nigga. <laughs> Was it necessary?
0: No. First of all, I love that mama was like, what you're getting for your little piss sport video is my beatnik sweater, <laughs> okay? <laughs> and my scully. I don't give a fuck about your followers. That's what we're having tonight. <laughs> um Yeah, I have I had never heard of this nigga ever in my days. Uh, I looked him up today uh, as a way to figure out whether or not this was something to mention because it was <laughs> apparently a big story even people asking me out of the way hey have you (laughs) (laughs) have you heard about the the video or whatever leave me alone (sighs) and i watched it and it's literally it just gives me like i imagine he's probably had a solid viewership of niggas that like go to church three sundays a month they're probably greek they probably also, you know... Hey, um, man. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. I feel like they, you know what I'm saying, have a, a a followership of our age range of niggas that are Greek, probably go to church often enough, hated Lil Nas X's videos, and... um you know oh, went God. to Tulum last year
1: <laughs> so <laughs> but okay
0: so i guess this was like a moment for them it didn't feel shocking to me that a relationship guru nigga was having an affair i thought that that
1: was just a part of the the, right. the journey for them I, I truly thought y'all just assume that of all of the people who post themselves as like relationship goals You should assume something fucked up is going on in the background. Uh,
0: (laughs) And look at their staircase. That's an adulterer staircase. (laughs) So
1: what more did you need? (laughs) Um, You're a fool for that. But like, honestly, I have seen the super devoted Christian girl who feels like it is her duty to have a man. Like she is less of mm. a woman if she does not have a husband. And if her husband fucks up in some way, then y'all just got to trust God or work yeah. through it or whatever else. Mm-hmm. But, of course, if you ever cheated, he would have grounds to divorce you and he would be well within mm-hmm. his rights to do so. Okay.
0: Just, just so you know. cut up your bonnets. Oh, Cut up your shit. savage oh, by yeah, 15, your helmets of okay? salvation
1: or whatever the <laughs> fuck them hoses got. Drag you on Facebook by way of his niggas and his sisters and mama. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I've actually seen this situation play out so many times that I did not need to see it and still don't because although I've never heard of this couple, I have seen them one trillion times throughout my lifetime. So, whoever he is, you could replace him with any other nigga out there. I would not know the difference. I feel for her, but as long as she feels like this is the life she wants, (laughs) You know, as long if you happy, then I'm happy for you, girl. So yeah, good I luck. think it's
0: the same for me. Like I was just like, yeah, I feel like I've seen this situation so many times, whether it's through the internet or through my own family or friends. Right. But I didn't really understand why this was so viral, and the video, as cringeworthy as it is, itself wasn't even like funny or silly enough to I didn't get it but it I mean I literally am reading about it on the New York Post
1: I mean (laughs) it's it's terrible it's all—it's like okay this person who like is telling women what they should or should not do or who is positioning himself as this like expert on relationships is over here fucking hella women behind his wife's back and like being completely disrespectful of, of her health and safety and all that other kind of shit like raw and these girls and getting them pregnant all kind of shit so it's like but even still I have seen women excuse this with all kinds of like backflips like they would do anything to make this make sense to them and to make it not be their husband's fault so You know, when she came out and she was like, you know, this is who I am and y'all can make fun of my bonnet. But my bonnet was blessed by Christ himself. I'm just like, you know what, sister, that's fucking right, girl. Your help coming from the Lord. And as long as you feel that way, then I'm gonna feel that way for you. Because what I have learned to not do (laughs) is sacrifice my own health and sanity, trying to save women who don't look at things the same way I look at them. To me, you are being oppressed. To you, you are living a godly life. So, okay, if you happy, I'm happy for you. And that's that is it for that. I have a feeling you are secretly miserable deep down. But until you can acknowledge it, I'm going to just be over here telling you, you can always talk to me, girl. And that's that. I'm going to leave it right where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to convince these hoes of something they're not ready to believe for themselves. I'm just not.
0: Well, last but not least, have you seen this Lil Nas X video?
1: Um, so, you know, forgive me. Generation Z, please forgive me for what I'm about to say. Because I'm a big fan of Lil Nas X as a person. Um, and I think everything he stands for is great. However, this video freaked me right the fuck out. the color context when when the color context was when it was clear that they was here to stay and they wasn't going i'm just and then like tongues started growing out of nowhere and shit i said actually i'm not ready for this i'm i'm about to go to bed and i don't (laughs) want to have bad dreams so i cut it off so Mm -hmm. i so i went back and i looked at it kind of um and what i can say is that it's not for me but also, if, he, if the homophobes and the transphobes and the queerphobes in general are pissed off, then I am all for his message because it has, it, it has pissed off the right people. But is it for me? No. Do I support it? Yes. But is it for me? <laughs> Hell no. No. <laughs> that's not for me. I'm still listening to Sade to wind down my nights. Okay? A bitch is elderly. Don't come over here with that new shit. because I don't know nothing about that new shit. I support you niggas doing your young nigga thing, but it is not mm. for me. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's it.
0: I... Love the video for for like one main reason that maybe branches out into some other things. But okay, amen. The reason I like it is because it's kind of like y'all are full of shit. The film. <laughs> And, and what's fascinating about it to me is like the second i watched it i was like i, I didn't even w- look at responses i was like as far as outrage goes i already know what this is going to look like and what i find entertaining about that is essentially what they created was a visualization of this of the story that y'all tell for us oh You know what I mean? This is a story, like, the the video was essentially like, here I am, gay minding my business, trying to um, run away from temptation because I'm told that if I give in to it, I will be
1: forever
0: damned to, you know, the pits of hell. Yep. Whoops gave into it now i'm going to get stoned um in front of a whole bunch of people wearing wigs and hypocrites and motherfucker in fact i'm getting stoned by motherfuckers made of stone right
1: <laughs> i love him
0: and so stoned to death and is like this is a, okay this is really what i loved about it right essentially what it is is like you're saying that we are going to hell regardless just by makeup of who we are correct you know what I mean if you at all experience love show love or whatever in the truth that is who you are the person that God made you you are going to hell period fuck anything else you stand for believe do you're going to hell right yeah so they created a visualization for that However, in their visualization, that nigga was like, since I'm going to hell anyway, and there's nothing I can do about it, I'm going down to that bitch on a fucking stripper pole in some over-the-knee boots, okay? Corn rolls. And when I get down there, I am going to throw it back on Satan, break his fucking neck, and then <laughs> take his job. It was the most audacious, gay shit. I have ever seen in my life and I loved it just for that reason alone it's like how can you legitimately say that you are like mad about this shit I mean all they did was create a visual for this shit that y'all have said about us and to us forever yep that's it. Would you have been more comfortable if instead he went to hell and then you saw him tortured and and, and Satan, you know, piercing him with a pitchfork over and over as he bled out? Like, I, I don't, like, what, what is it that you, I don't... Like to me, it would have made the outrage would have made more sense if he would have gone to heaven at the end of the video and thrown it back on Jesus, thrown it back on God, exactly. And everyone in heaven was like snorting poppers and listening to Hot shit. Then I would have (laughs) been like, okay, (laughs) I understand why y'all are mad,
1: right? But he gave the depiction that y'all swear we going to. So so, so it's just like what what. when he's like oh actually yeah hell is lit because i was never gonna fit in in heaven y'all made it clear that i wasn't for y'all so i might as well twerk on satan
0: you said i'm going you You said said i'm going i didn't
1: say you said so
0: this is the way that i choose to visualize a bitch like me going in theory not only am i when i get there I'ma run it. That's gangster. <laughs> like I don't understand w- what the issue is here. And then it's like the whole excuse of, oh, but the children. <laughs> oh y'all are God. still in charge of what your kids <laughs> oh watch and listen <laughs> to. Y'all are still Fuck in charge. You okay? And them damn kids. For I said already. Half of y'all have children that are way smarter than you. Yep. Before you start speaking up for them. A lot of y'all need to sit down, shut the fuck up, and let your baby open a keynote for your dumb ass so you can learn a thing or two about what the fuck is going on (laughs) on this planet called Earth. (laughs) And the other half of you raising some goddamn mongrels that didn't need to ever even know who the fuck Lil Nas X were. They were already going to be a terror to the goddamn planet just by virtue of being your fucking kid they were already doomed bitch because they're you're their parent so it didn't matter what the fuck they were watching on youtube so stop using the excuse of oh but the kids love old town road old town road was not produced by the sesame street company (laughs) it was not it was never meant for y'all it's not a baby song it's not even like even like if you actually listen to a, a old town road there are lyrics and comments some of the subject matter is stuff that you would probably not want your children to be listening to or knowing about yet you had no problem letting your fucking four-year-old bop to it because there were no you know references to drugs or, or well there was no you know gay shit or dicks and cussing or i guess or whatever in the in the song you felt like it was safe enough but now that this thing is like oh yeah i like men and i guess i'm going to hell Oh, the children. Girl, your children are fine, bitch. You need to worry about your dumb ass.
1: Yeah. I'm very proud of um I'm very proud of Lil Nas X. Like you said, um, for all these reasons. It was not for me. It truly was not for me. But I am so I'm right. Th- that's the thing. It can be not for me. But the message is 100 percent the shit that I am here for. And so young people living for themselves and saying, fuck you to people who don't have a heaven or hell to put them in in the first place, but who are judging them, none the fucking less. I am so for these kids coming for these niggas wigs. I'm so glad that he was like, what I'm actually going to do is tell my story and tell it the same way you would tell it. That's the thing. Like you would have put him in a hell that he could never come back from you would have had him being Satan's biggest bitch of all time you're mad because he took control of the narrative not you're not actually mad at the video if some hotep had put the video out y'all would be sharing it all over the fucking place So I'm very proud of him of him, <laughs> for being secure enough in himself because he wrote, he posted like a little note to his teenage self where he was like, yeah. I know I swore we would never be this gay, but girl, it's worth it. Like, and I just, yeah. I love that. I'm so happy for him and I hope he continues to thrive because he deserves it. And to it. that point, And y'all deserve to gag. Uh,
0: two things from that. To the, the song, like, I like the song itself, like on its own separate of the video. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I had a feeling I would like the song because he posted a couple clips to it prior to the official release. And I was like, oh, this is catchy. This is one of the, like, like, this is a little Nas X song I feel like right. I would bump, like, on my own, whatever, whatever. So I already liked the song. And there's a line in there where he says um, something to the effect of, um, I never want the niggas that are that's in my league. I want to fuck the ones I envy. And when I heard that, I was like, if I was a teenage gay with this, like this level of Could visibility so and nigga that look and sound like me, God only know like that shit to me was so crazy. And it's really, really necessary. But you also, I think pointed out something great, which is that like the visual itself doesn't have to be for you, for you to understand and respect the, Freedom of expression and yeah. the like point that it's attempting to make. Right, I think that it was it was supposed to make people uncomfortable, even if you're not homophobic, right? Even if you do like Lil Nas X or whatever. But it's also like there's some shit that like girl being all up in arms about some of this shit is so fucking ridiculous to me like oh my god Mm -hmm. the devil in the video he's a satanist like a lot of y'all motherfuckers grew up watching shit like south park and cow and chicken and all of these other cartoons that blatantly had the devil in it who was Mm. some sort of like, evil, perverse freak of nature. And you're either just the fuck fine or you're terrible. So it's like, I don't, well, like, why are we sitting up here now tell me acting like, because this nigga got, like, some motherfucker in a devil costume in the video that he must be a Satanist. Every representation of a religious figure in, you know, whatever the fuck isn't a, like... Stern and legitimate comment on religion itself or said figure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it always right or wrong? Whatever. Yeah, sure, there's a conversation for that. But to be acting like, oh my God, they made some Satan shoes. What 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 is the world coming to? Like, are we this is 2021, isn't it? It's supposed to be, child. It's supposed to be. Nike is suing mm-hmm. this company mischief out of brooklyn that teamed up i guess with lil nas x to produce these uh altered air maxes that they dubbed satan shoes <laughs> <laughs> there's 666 of them that were sold out damn near immediately they got a pentagram on the laces here and apparently each of them has like a a drop of human blood of that was taken from members of the of the team themselves at mischief and those went on sale and you know yep that's awesome sold out that's instantly huge. oh my god oh my god what is he teaching our children <laughs> bitch their shoes are you fucking kidding me like my nigga
1: they're not you... <laughs> i mean and they were thousand dollar shoes your kids didn't get those shoes you didn't either
0: and I... Exactly. yo kid and get them shoes, bitch, and neither did you, and neither the fuck did I. So what are we even doing? Why are we acting as if these shoes yeah. are somehow going to open up a hell mouth in your region and unleash <laughs> demons into the streets that are going to snatch your baby down to Hades? They're just fucking shoes. It's not that goddamn deep. Like, bitch, don't buy them. I'm a fuck, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand what... <sighs> Like, I did think that the shoe in in itself was like, okay, girl, this is a lot. But not because of the Satan aspect. I just felt like it was very capitalizing and lame. But the same company also made jesus shoes prior to this oh lord which was like a white version that had holy water in it instead of uh. of blood or whatever <laughs> so this so is what So they've been do. doing camp- <laughs> right they do campy shit like this anyway and they just found an opportunity to do it with a pop star right i just feel like everybody is just like like you said last week how the vaccines are out and now everybody's getting back to their yep. regularly yep. scheduled intolerance yep. mm-hmm. and dumb shit. Yep. That's where we're at now. Nobody fucking gives a fuck about whatever <laughs> the fuck your baby is watching on YouTube. And got to tell the gods the truth, even if your fucking kid did see uh, Lil Nas X slide down a pole to hell or whatever the fuck on YouTube, they probably, probably got a better chance out here making a difference or doing something better than your motherfucking ass ever did so just calm down
1: Ooh. I mean there, down. there is that that is very real like and and as much as you might not have wanted your baby to see that uh not only has little Nas X seen things that has traumatized him within a church the church or a church environment so have countless other young black children across the fucking globe seeing things within the church that will scar them and traumatize them for the rest of their days so maybe maybe worry more about the happiness and health and well-being of children period as opposed to whether you think you're teaching the right message because some of y'all swear up and down that you live and right and teaching your children the right way and meanwhile your kids are fucking miserable and hate themselves and it's because you hate them too so maybe you should really check yourself on that a lot of y'all need uh-huh. to hear
0: that And they will do nothing but repeat the toxic-ass cycles that you went through, AM, AM, and m went through, and whatever the fuck down. You don't even have no motherfucking interest in putting a stop to it. And now would be the perfect time to do that. You worried about a motherfucking gay nigga rap music video.
1: Right. Or spend so much money on therapy that they could have put a down payment on a house. (laughs) But, you know, had to fix the shit that you put them through. But Satan shoes. But Satan shoes that you didn't buy no damn way. Just to be clear, you niggas... I'm not even going to say it. All right. All right. Like, who the fuck cares? Like, y'all was not spending $1,000 on them shoes no fucking way.
0: Who cares? It is not that deep. Anyway, I thought the song was great and the video. Again, it was the audacity. Yeah. The audacity and like the messaging and imagery in that video to me was just fantastic. It was just like, here, this is the story that y'all have told. I just want you to know that when I get to hell, I'm not working for that bitch. I'm <laughs> going to be that bitch. And that's what that is how it was translated to me. And I and could how do nothing can you be but. Mad at
1: that? Like, you just cannot be mad at that.
0: I'm done for hot tops this week. We're gonna take a break, come back. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them or for them? Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy like hey let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff you never know will come out of your mental trunk and then the next thing you know you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth and you can do so affordably and comfortably With Talkspace, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal? To give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com The read. That's right, ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash The Read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. All right, so we're back. It's time to read your letters, find out what you...
1: Know <sighs> it sure is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Um, I'm going to keep it cute this week. We're going to start with one from Asami who says, I'm 27 years old and after college, I moved in with my best friend, Sid. We live in a nice area a very nice area of a major city and i pay a larger portion of the rent since we decided that we would each pay a percentage that matches our income asami oh her name is asami uh sid and i usually get along together and we have open communication whenever we have issues so i thought that moving in would be fine it was for the first few years but with corona came a lot of weird shit Sid is not yeah. responsible with money and she is constantly talking about how broke she is, but I've seen her buy things that aren't necessary like clothes, wigs and jewelry. I'm not one to count <laughs> anybody's coin cause that's her money. But sis has not paid her portion of the rent for the last four months.
0: So that's your money.
1: When I confront her about it, she gets very emotional and tells me I'm not being considerate about the hard time she's going through. And that, I should pay all the rent until she gets back on her feet because I can afford it. She's not wrong. I can't afford it. But it's the entitlement and expectation of spending my money that bothers me. A few days ago, I overheard her talking to our mutual friend after we got into an argument about finances, and she told our friend that there was technically nothing I could do to move her out of the apartment since both of our names are on the lease. At this point, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of and I want to move out. This would force Sid to go back home or find a, or find much cheaper rent in an area that she doesn't want to live in. But at this point, I kind of feel like that's between her and her wallet. How should I tell her that I'm looking to break our lease or move? Thanks, Asami.
0: Y'all have so many um, issues with just being blind. And I understand that. (laughs) I do. It's difficult. No, I don't. But (laughs) what is your what does this person do? Like, uh, uh, why uh, uh, explain to me the necessity. Of these new clothes then that you're buying in these new wigs? Like what's what's going on that you're doing? Are you using those things to um and I'm saying drape yourself while you work you go out there and work and, and bring money into the house so that we can pay for a place to live? Because if not, the fashionova and the and the bundles <laughs> must end. We're gonna it's we're finished. We're not doing it. Like, I just I hate when people who are supposed to, not even anybody, but especially when you're supposed to be friends, people like take advantage of you in financial situations yeah. like that. And clearly she know damn well that she is because she's telling people, well, girl, my name only three, so what are you gonna do about it? blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, cool. Um, good luck. I'm out because i know i have money for rent. Right. Um and you do what you have to do. Hopefully, um if it gets too cold out, you can uh, bundle up underneath those bangs <laughs> in your latest wig.
1: Not the beyeg. Uh
0: and and get your situation sorted. The fuck like I don't understand. You don't really owe this person anything. In fact, they owe you what's called uh money so
1: (laughs) right it kind of seems like you're trying to be gracious with somebody who has not earned that consideration from you at all she's being really disrespectful when she says that um you know there's nothing you can do about it because technically that's true there is nothing you can do about it and even if you break the lease like you would have to break the lease according to the lease terms or what the leasing office will go along with like you're probably still gonna be asked out in one way or another um And this is why people say not to move in with friends. (laughs) Honestly, this is why, especially because I'm pretty, you said you're 27. That's the prime age for when everybody really starts to feel like they grown and they work in jobs after school and they like really doing this girl (laughs) shit. And I mean, it's true. You are. But also when there are two of you on the lease, that means that the two of you are responsible for the rent. And so it don't really matter how you divide it up unless you have separate leases. So she's right about that. You just have to decide whether it's worth it um, as far as like cost and effort goes um, to stay there versus moving out when your lease is up. Like we don't know when your lease is up, but... If it's within the next few months, I would probably stick it out and get ready to go somewhere else. And I would first look at the lease and submit your notice to them whenever you're supposed to in two weeks or 30 days or or 60 days or whatever. And then after that, I would just tell her, Um. so since it's clearly not working out, I'm just going to go ahead and end this situation. And best of luck to you as you find somewhere else to go. Because it's not even yeah. just that she can't afford it. It's that she talking to you like you her bitch. And you just got to right. fucking deal with it and and pay her part of the rent while she be cute on Instagram or whatever. Like, oh, no, right. sister, that's not how this works at all. <laughs> Somebody who really needed your help um, and was like not a bitch would have come to you and been like, hey, sis, so I just got laid off or whatever. Like, it sounds like this girl is still working. She just decided that bills wasn't what she was going to spend her money on no more.
0: Exactly. Like
1: and, and you got what? me fucked up, right? No, that's not that's not how this works. Like I, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying I'm your, not rent. your mama. Right. So you can sit, like go sit back in your mama house, Peppy house, me mom, whoever, Amy and them, go stay at whoever other house is gonna let you sit there and and be cute online while you don't contribute nothing to the household whole, household, but it won't be my grown ass. And that's that. You just gonna have to deal with that. I really don't even like you talking about how should I tell her? I don't even. I wouldn't even be considerate of the way she would feel about it at that point.
0: At all, I would just be trying. But-
1: to, I'm just gonna tell you, find somewhere to go because them people gonna come around here on May first looking for their key. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: I suggest she- they they will come around here and change the lock. So I suggest you find out where you gonna go. And good luck. Yeah, Straight like that. And best of luck to you. We have a question here from Coco who says, My boyfriend wants to tell my very religious family that he's agnostic. See, I can't even pronounce it. I don't know what that is. But um, he wants to tell my family that he's agnostic when he meets them for the first time. My family grew up steeped in religion and I'm struggling with expressing to my boyfriend how sharing that he's agnostic will sour him and their perception of me and my faith in their mind. Am I wrong for the for thinking this? Should I be approaching this conversation a different way with my boyfriend or with my family? Thanks, Coco.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and Google agnostic. Like, I'm pretty Isn't sure. Like when you like don't believe like, in God anymore, or like you were into. It's like I think it's like, you like when questions. you're
1: spiritual, but you're not like all into constructed religion. A person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence. Okay. So it's not that you don't believe. It's that you know it can't be confirmed. Which is true.
0: Oh. Who claims neither faith nor disbelief in God. Yeah,
1: because you can't confirm it either way. The Scientists came up with agnostic.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems.
1: Valid. Okay, I mean, agnostic, I feel like agnostic is a respectable point of view, though. But when you're talking to niggas, but when you're talking to niggas who like, who like grew up going to church every day type of situation, saying that you don't believe in that you can prove God is real might be enough to send them over the edge. I see how you having an issue with this, even though really like theoretically you should not be. Hmm. Yeah. What What do we tell this girl about talking to her boyfriend or her
0: family? I just think that if it's something you are comfortable with, Then that's what matters. You know what I mean? Unless you're in a situation where your, you know, your cost of living or whatever is taking care of these same parents that might not take care of it if they, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Mm
1: -hmm. If you
0: like this nigga and you're okay with him being agnostic or whatever, and it's just going to be about the, annoyance of hearing your parents moan and groan about it, then I think it's at that point, it's really just about uh, having a conversation and setting boundaries because what can they really do besides not like it?
1: Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, I'm assuming that you're grown, but you're still worried about whether your family is going to accept your partner. And that's realistic But there's also a certain point where you have to where you have to decide, does my family's opinion matter more than the way I feel about this person? Yeah. And if that's true for you, if if their opinion matters more than anything else, then that's a a decision you can make for yourself. But if that's not true for you, then I would just say, let your boyfriend be agnostic. Like if I wouldn't say introduce him like. This is Marcus and he can't prove or disprove the existence of God. Like
0: <laughs> Right.
1: Like I if it comes up in conversation, then I would tell him to be to feel free to tell the truth about it. Because if they don't like it, then I am prepared to tell these niggas that they can simply get over it. <laughs> and I can talk about all the things about their spouses I don't like, but we don't want me to ruin this whole damn day, do we? So like <laughs> we can either be respectful and adult about this or we can not. Mom, Dad, this is Kelvin. (laughs) And he says... I'm not Kelvin. (laughs) Kelvin's like, Jesus, I don't really know. But I also don't not know, you know?
0: That's my thing. It's just like... Like, for me, the religion conversation would be... Like, everyone has their different approaches to it. That's what I'm saying. If you are fine with his point of view, then that is what should matter. Difficult, I I just, (laughs) who out there has a relationship with a parent where they are not, irking you about decisions <laughs> you've made in one way or the next. Whether it is who you choose to spend your time or life with, or how you choose to style your hair, or how much you weigh, <laughs> or you know, what you do for work, or the cleanliness or lack thereof of your living so, like Everybody has their parent who just jumps down their fucking sternum about whatever the fuck it is that's going on in their life. What would be different about no, know, so like yeah. I said, I just feel like if it, if it's something that you're okay with, then it's just about getting them to understand that they need to be okay with it as well or just not say nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think so. And I'm not trying to make it seem like there's something wrong with you if you're not ready to confront your family, because that's a hard thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, your boyfriend also has the right to not have to go into some sort of weird agnostic closet <laughs> you know, at the same time, if you don't have no issue with who he is, then I think y'all should be able to work it out. And honestly, I think most Christians can respect an agnostic position, probably even more than they could an atheist one, but because when it comes right down to it, it is all about faith and niggas know that niggas know that it's no. about faith. It's not a ab- niggas know that it's not about like whether you can prove God exists. Niggas know that everything about God's existence is about faith. Like, they know Mm -hmm. that if they can really be real with themselves. So...
0: Mm. (laughs) I mean, I guess it depends on how said agnostic person expresses that.
1: I mean, it it would be easier if he was a believer who was like... I can't, but see, yeah, you know what? I see what you're saying, but...
0: Because I just, like, I feel like some niggas, for instance, treated that, hate to bring it up again, but they acted <laughs> like Lil Nas X was really walking through hell. Yeah, Like, did. that was an actual thing. I know commentary. how niggas act, right. So, I feel like some motherfuckers, it's like, no, you need to say that he is real, and you have actually spoken to him every yeah. day of your life, and blah, 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 blah. And I get that because I know how I've grown up and stuff or whatever. So it's like, I know what my faith is and what I believe and how I practice and speak to the God I serve. But I also don't like bend or break my back to try and get other motherfuckers to agree with me in every single corner of right. that, especially when I'm not the one who puts them in anywhere in their afterlife.
1: Right. Like, I also like, I just don't care if you believe something different than I do like that doesn't upset or offend me at all and I have no desire to try to convert you because people are just different and Mm -hmm. as long as your beliefs aren't hurting nobody else then I'm all for you having them so I would if I were you I would I think the most important question you need to ask yourself is do you want to have this conversation with your family or not and then you need to make it clear to your boyfriend so your boyfriend can decide what he's willing to do
0: And are you really good with dating an agnostic person or are you frightening?
1: Uh, Yeah, you need to have some tough conversations with yourself. You do. But I don't think it's fair to expect this young man to go along with whatever you're comfortable with, even if he's Mm -hmm. not comfortable with it. So you can tell him, look, I'm simply not comfortable with you telling them about the agnostic thing. And then let him decide if he's ready to hold that back for you or not and respect his decision either way because you're the one putting him in this position so um yeah best of luck to you sis let's wrap it up with a question um what do you want to talk to a girl who is kind of tired of her friend's boyfriend or do you want to talk to a girl whose friend texts her too much Mm.
0: both of these are so enticing (laughs) let's go with fuck it let's go with the one that texts too much all
1: right this letter comes from denny who says my friend and i have known each other since we're 11 and we're now in our late 20s throughout these many 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 years the way she texts has not changed relentlessly she texts every (laughs) single day Sometimes multiple times a day and about nothing. Even if I ignore it, she still texts. Like right now, I have six messages. Five of them are about different perfumes. (laughs) And one of them is criticizing a show I don't even watch. (laughs) This was fine when I was a teen and even in my early 20s. But now that I'm close to 30, I just stare at the message and wonder, what am I supposed to do with this? Why are you telling me you ate an apple as if this shit has anything to do with my life? (laughs) I try to be understanding because I know she's lonely and she has confidence issues forcing her to be a homebody. But I can't continue like this because it's getting to be a lie, y'all. When I spoke to her about it before she was offended and said she would never text again, which was a lie. thing. They- <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I don't mind text messages, but I'm not that person who texts like I'm a teenager anymore. I don't even text my man every single day. It's like, damn. (laughs) Can I wonder how you doing and then hit you up? So I'm asking, how do I create boundaries here without messing up our friendship? What would y'all do? Thanks, Denny. Uh,
0: Well, (laughs) my little moon over my (laughs) hammy. get it because
1: i do yep i get it i get it (laughs) that
0: was great i enjoyed (laughs) everything about that experience that you just um
1: you so funny laid
0: out for us um wow okay so the thing that has me uh trying to decide where to go in this fork in the road is also one of my favorite parts of the letter which is when you said something and she <laughs> basically <laughs> went off on you but didn't do anything different. different. <laughs> she ain't gonna text no more a lot <laughs> so it's like at that point, what are you supposed to do? Do you a sit this person down and have an intervention and be like, "The texting is an issue. <laughs> I don't need to know what flavor of honey bunches you had this morning. I don't need to know, you know, what color nail posh, polish <laughs> what color nail polish you are putting on this evening as you watch Bridgerton?" Or what is it called? Bridgerton. Yeah, that's Bridgest- it.
1: Bridgerton.
0: I don't need like, a day by day, hour by hour update. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It doesn't mean I'm not interested in like all of the little things you're doing. It fucking means that make- absence makes the goddamn heart grow <laughs> fonder. And sometimes, bitch, I need you to get missing. So I can be interested in what the fuck you got going on that way. When we come together to discuss what the fuck you got going on, it's exciting and fun and I'm engaged. I don't give a fuck about what kind of fucking Quaker oatmeal you had this morning. You know why? Because yesterday you told me you had the brown sugar and cinnamon. (laughs) And before that, you told me you had the fucking apple and cinnamon. And before that, so like, girl, at this point, there's only so many fucking flavors of Quaker oats oatmeal. I don't care no more, you know? So you either do that. Or you maybe lean into one of the many features that phones have today where I think you can mute the girls. Can't you mm-hmm. mute the girls in there? In yeah. like,
1: and this was in honestly, this is what I was thinking of. Like, if she said she was going to text less and she doesn't, um, then I would just decide, OK, what can I do to control the situation? So <laughs> I would put her on D&D. And yeah. like you said, even when you ignore the text, she still just texts nonstop. Honestly, I would just start to treat her like a group text. I would just start Mm. to assume, like, I would just start to look at it the same way I do group text. Where it's like, if I wake up from a nap and I have 178 missed text messages, I'm simply not going back through all that. When you niggas start talking about something else, I will (laughs) jump in. But, like, y'all, y'all gonna have to, like contact me individually if I need to pay attention to that shit because I'm simply not going to do it. So
0: Oh, there was an experience. That's nice. <laughs>
1: okay. I said, oh, these niggas was talking about something, child. I'll never know. Like, and, oh, look then, at that. and then I let it go. Like <laughs> I would just put her ass on D and D because she can, if she, she can, she cannot force you to respond in a quote-unquote timely manner if she has an issue with how long it takes you to respond or the way you respond then she can change the things that she is willing to accept or the way she acts but all we can really change is ourselves so she says she was gonna change text and she has not switched up the way she texts so you have to decide how you gonna move and if she don't like it she can decide how she's gonna move but I don't think this has to be something where you have to end the friendship or be like, let's sit down and talk about it because you have already tried to do that. And that. Yeah. And that just really upset her or hurt her feelings or whatever. So, you know, since you clearly still want to be friends, I would look at it that way and be like, I'm just going to put your ass on D&D. And when I see it, I see it. And that's that because I, I have friends who text more often than other friends, too. But nobody expects me to like turn around and text them back within an hour of them sending it or else I'm not their friend no more like they're also adults (laughs) and they understand that I be going through different shit either I'm busy or my mental health is a mess and I don't have it in me to respond to nobody's text messages right now and I'll just talk to you later like niggas get it so yeah if she can't be like that then maybe y'all can revisit whether you should consider yourselves best friends anymore or not but if I were you, I would start with those two things and see where it goes from there.
0: I agree. I told. I think the uh, do not disturb. I mean, the group chat comparison is a very good one. Listen, because
1: like, them niggas be talking about only God knows what, and I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, I have been at work, <laughs> I have been in school, whatever you, you niggas is talking about was something that happened at the fair and i cannot like i just don't have it in me for that right now so um but take care of yourself as best as you can and then if y'all need to adjust from there but it might just be that you need to adjust what you think receiving a bunch of t- a bunch of text text messages means cuz she might not even be meaning it to like get on your nerves or whatever she might be perfectly fine with you responding whenever or never at all so yeah yeah um but she good don't luck have to be you're right because like you're still a completely grown person and you can make your own decisions about your life and who you talk to and when so let us yes. know how it goes that wraps up the questions this week send yours to ask the read at com. we're going to take another break and then we'll be right back when you're constantly on the move it's not just pits that break a sweat From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered.
0: All right, guys, we're back. It is now time for us to do the read. And Amen. I will begin by passing my read
1: Pass the like we used to
0: to a listener who this is close to two weeks old. So this was sent into our past read inbox around the time of the tragic shooting. Shootings in Atlanta that took the lives of those um, Asian women, those spa workers and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, So, the email is titled, Pass the Read. Tips on how to not write a shitty company-wide email about racist current events (laughs) if you're a white boss. So, I'm going to start this by saying that uh, this writer, reader included the uh email that uh, their white boss sent in which includes <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, includes quotes like while i can as a white male feel true empathy towards every person at firm name who has faced discrimination in the past i can offer my support and i can use my voice and reputation outside the walls of firm name to argue for change what <laughs> some of whom may struggle okay so i'm just gonna read what they said okay here. i want you right. to understand like a lot of this is responding to this specific email but right. i know that this person is not on their own so they say hi curse and good fury first of all i want to say how a big a fan i am i've been listening to your podcast oh my god who cares about us we're awful people mm. okay the murders in Atlanta on Tuesday night are fucking horrific, and so are the responses from the police and the street patrols on Twitter. But racism, misogyny, and dehumanization of sex workers are much larger problems and cannot be solved with a read. I instead want to dedicate this read to the white bosses who send firm-wide emails to their quote-unquote diverse staff after a horrific oh no. event occurs. Oh no, I've included the original email at the very end, which I mentioned, for your reference. The following are tips from this Korean-American woman. Tip one. Maybe don't spend the first three paragraphs of the email explaining why you felt the need to write the email and justifying why you haven't said anything about this before. Decenter your white ass from this narrative, you self-centered ass bitch. Tip two, maybe don't say that as a white male, I can feel true empathy towards every person who has faced discrimination in the past. Because no, you can't and you never will you ignorant ass bitch they all they went on to be like i can't truly i i can't say what it's like to walk down the street as a woman or as a person of color but you do feel like as a white male you
1: can so why are you speaking right now right
0: like what
1: (laughs) what are you doing right now
0: Tip three, maybe instead of saying, quote, I can offer my support and I can use my voice and reputation outside of the walls <clears throat> of the company to argue for change, which is vague as fuck, <laughs> list the actual concrete <laughs> steps you've taken and plan yes. on taking. Spend those white guilt dollars and let us Black, Indigenous, and people of color members of the firm decide if that's enough, you colonizer ass bitch. Mm. Tip four, tip (laughs) or maybe instead of addressing the email to quote some of the staff who may struggle to understand why i'm sending this email (gasps) which i respect you can actually set the tone for the culture of the office and say with your full chest that racism has no place in the company
1: instead of
0: quote reaching across the aisle to your fellow racist white brethren and sister and you cowardly ass bitch. Tip five. This is too much. (laughs) Maybe instead of asking for free, quote, thoughtful dialogue and deep discourse, unquote, you can pay the BIPOC staff that you force to have these conversations with you for the burden of their time, energy, and emotional safety that Ooh. you can place on them, you stingy ass bitch. Can I say that one more time? Yeah. Maybe instead of asking for free, thoughtful dialogue and deep discourse, hey, you can pay you these motherfuckers, owe? okay, for the conversations that are just a burden of their goddamn time, energy, and emotional safety. They don't <laughs> want to have them, bitch, and they don't owe them to you. Right. That was an editor's note. <laughs> and tip six, maybe instead of waiting for the next horrible, violent act to occur, to write a self-serving letter, take real steps to address the racism, phobia, and erasure in your white families and friends. Because this letter... <laughs> I don't need it. Take all the knowledge you gained from all that listening and reading and learning that you insist on telling me you did since June of last year and just be better. P.S. Yes. To my AAPI family, I love you, but if you are only now speaking out against racism because the media is only now covering the racism that is happening to people who look like oh, you, shit. do better. The problem is white supremacy and capitalism. Direct your anger there and address the anti-blackness that is prevalent in our communities and families. And if I see a corny-ass yellow square on my feed no you will get slapped oh my god
1: no y'all are are people doing that oh y'all need to be shot i know y'all are not doing yellow square (laughs) Y'all need to be shot take them out back (laughs) what okay oh no you're going straight to jail
0: i did not see that part (laughs) thank you for reading this (laughs) and thank you for the work you do solidarity as always and she also says also if you want to see what these dusty white bitches wrote to the firm <laughs> after George Floyd was murdered oh, no. I can send that no, as well thank you. Please spoiler. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> spoiler they ended it by quoting noted enslaver and rapist Benjamin Franklin no, they didn't. can you imagine your white firm no. sending no. an email after <laughs> a black person is murdered unjustly and being like here's a quote from Benjamin Franklin Who was
1: literally no better than the cops who killed this man like that is so white that is so white white people asian
0: folk black folk latina like none of them mean (laughs) these weird horribly written self-serving company-wide emails to be like Hey guys, we're so not racist. <laughs> because
1: that's, that's all that it is. You're that's telling all me that it is. You're racist, right? Like I literally I hear you saying that you're racist. <laughs>
0: that's what As this person this. wrote in this email, there were so many other things you could have done that could have had an actual, that may have had an actual impact. But all you really wanted to do was jerk yourself off to your own company and right. be like, "We're totes not racist, you guys. We loved Minari and we also really really enjoyed Raya and the Last Dragon." <laughs> or like, whatever. The fu- like, girl, fuck off. Pay these people right. and just do better. <sighs> i'm finished i I
1: mean that's just it's so real and i'm glad that she pointed out same way i tried to is that like white supremacy is the problem and the sooner we can all get on the same page about that the better off all of us will be so i'm just glad to see other people saying the same thing amen and (laughs) best of luck to us as we try to survive the collapse of america um (laughs) I love that you talked about something that happened a few weeks ago, because my read is also about something that happened a few weeks ago, but I only just now found out about it. I don't know if you heard about this story out of Little Rock, where a kindergarten boy was forced to dig out the toilet.
0: Mama, that was my backup. (laughs) Like, I had that... I had that one last week as a backup, I feel like, and I forgot about it. Nigga. Yes, I have heard about
1: this. So those of you who don't know, um, a woman named Ashley Murray turned to the public for support after her son came home and said that because he clogged the toilet, his teacher decided she was going to teach him a lesson about not clogging the toilet. And so she made him reach into the toilet and dig out its contents. I won't get any more specific than that. but. Yes, a five-year-old child who is a kindergartner was told by his teacher to do this absolutely disgusting act that absolutely could have been handled by a janitor whose job that is to do. A grown adult being paid to handle this instead of a young boy being forced to use his bare hands and put them into the toilet. So, yes, this child's mother, her name is Ashley Murray. Like I said, they live in um the Little Rock, Arkansas area. He goes to Crystal Hill Elementary School. And right now the school is debating on whether or not to fire the teacher debating. who did this. Yes, because apparently in Arkansas, teachers have like a right to due process and they will have a hearing before any final disciplinary action. So teachers have like rights there, kind of like cops do. So. I'm
0: wondering when they're going to bring out the bronze bull. <laughs>
1: Because, like, once I heard that you told a five-year-old child to put his hands in the toilet, I really don't need to hear nothing else. It's not even like you're denying it. You said that you wanted to teach him a lesson about clogging the toilet. And I get that you don't want kids to clog the toilet, but he is five. It's very possible that he simply had no real perception of how much tissue paper was too much like i don't think this child deliberately forced as a, a fog 5 in year twist. old as a 5 year old girl and even if he did <sighs> even if he did like let's just say this is the biggest like asshole of a 5 year old of all time that nigga is right. still 5
0: he's 5 he's
1: 5 how dare you ask a 5 that is a baby to put Bring his out the gears like cut the bitch's head off I love that the story don't even mention race because I honestly don't like if if the teacher is white then I'm more mad but I'm not any less mad if they're not because you need (laughs) your ass beat (laughs) period. You need your ass beat for telling a 5-year-old child to do this. So of course, Ashley who is is his um the boy's mama contacted her mother because her mother was a teacher who and like a grandma and all of them like she come from a long line of teachers. And she was just like, "This is not the sort of thing that you do at all." Said that, um, as she said, she doesn't want any other kid to have to experience this, and like how it's disgusting and degrading and belittling and all this. And like the thing about it is, as gross as this story is, everything about it is terrible and wrong. You also know that this only happened because that baby is black. It don't even matter the race of the teacher. They would not have done that to a little white boy or a little white girl.
0: You just know it. If I were a teacher and told little white Lillian to go and scoop up her own, you know. The way they would have
1: strung your black ass up from the flagpole.
0: They would have literally taken textbooks to create a base for a stake at which they would burn
1: my black ass the day of they would have lit me on fire and they would have said it's what he deserves who does that <laughs> to a baby to an innocent child five years old my five-year-old she she can't even tie her shoes <laughs> Like, you expecting a five-year-old, you're expecting children, first of all, (coughs) kindergarten children, but really anybody in elementary school, you're expecting them to use the bathroom the way adults would. That is why you don't let very small kids go to the bathroom alone, because they will go in there and cause absolute fucking chaos because they're five. Like Because they're five. I feel like y'all are putting blame where it does not belong. This baby either didn't know what he was doing or didn't understand the consequences of what he was doing. Or both. And y'all need to fucking chill.
0: Do they have janitors? Were
1: you going to have to... Right. Was it your job instead? Like, how... You just... How how bad do you hate little black kids? How bad do you hate this little black kid?
0: Because, like... Let's say that they... You know, the the janitor has to come in and deal with that afterwards or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I want to assume... That the average janitor wouldn't be like, I quit. One of these fucking kindergarten children clogged a toilet. Right, this is unheard of. Right, and I shouldn't have to deal with this. Like, like I,
1: they've been it- dealing with that since they first started on the job. Like, kindergarten is clogging the toilet is probably a very regular occurrence at the school. And I get right. that it's, uh, it's not ideal. But he's fucking five years old. Telling him to put his bare hands in the toilet. <laughs> The way you are so lucky that this baby's family has not beat your natural ass.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I ain't gonna friend because yes. y'all
1: would have to keep me from whipping this bitch's ass.
0: When I tell you, we would have been right on the property, like the family
1: Church,
0: and us, but it was, the was way in driveway. Ass, <laughs> Hands across the campus, <laughs> we would have been out there linked up, ready to drag. When my baby told me that me? shit,
1: when I tell you, I would have. Let me go talk to that teacher, and she say anything other than I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> let her be like it was just really unfair because it happens all the time. Like, I'm literally, I'm going to punch you in your fucking jaw.
0: <laughs> like, I, I don't. <laughs> you have to die. What?
1: You have to. You have to suffer immensely for what you did to my baby. It's wrong. So I'm deciding glad he's
0: deciding what to do. Right.
1: He's clearly been pulled out of the class, but. I mean, I don't see how anybody can trust kindergarten-age children around this this instructor again. Drawn and fucking quartered, girl.
0: <laughs> I just feel like um, you remember in...
1: <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs>
0: Have you seen Adam's Family Values?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You remember when... Um, oh, my God. What's-her-name that um like married uncle fester
1: oh oh what is her name <laughs> uh, Joan i was gonna say i know the name of the care of the actress but not the oh debbie debbie Debbie.
0: debbie, debbie. debbie. okay Debbie. so what like when debbie blew the shit up or whatever yes. when she was in the car <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she was like maniacally laughing and maybe that's
1: oh my and, god that's the best scene of the movie like
0: Th- that is my favorite scene in the entire yeah. movie. Are you fucking She's kidding? so good. But she's amazing. Like, she was great in a ton of stuff. But, that's, how, well, like, when my baby would have told me that that's what happened, yeah. when I tell you that would have been me starting I'm snapping, the car. I'm snapping.
1: I'm snapping, nigga.
0: <laughs> Heading to the school. I'm no, I'm no longer aware of shape. what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm laughing because I realize that these are my last few moments of freedom. <laughs> because clearly... I'm going down to this school to kill someone. <laughs> and so, yeah. what can I do?
1: Fuck this teacher. You don't have no business around kids. You shouldn't even have to go to school to know that this ain't what you do to a child. That shouldn't even be something what? that requires an education. you just a whole bitch for that. And you need your ass beat. But at the bare minimum, you need to lose your fucking job. Oh, Okay. Um,
0: There should just be some people who are are um, given like the judgment to just be walking walking the the street and, and spitting that so just give us a <laughs> like a game Cersei of and that moment. walker yeah. shame. yeah oh we were on let's the same throw page let us at the Throwing, bitch throw yeah, let's throw and feces say, at this bitch
1: since she want to be cute and have people yeah. dig in the toilet
0: that's was that's the punishment the sumian was yeah she need that shame bill have somebody Cuff you and walk you through the streets of your local suburb, while black motherfuckers can be out there throwing tomatoes and poop and whatever the fuck All else it is shit. that we choose, while we scream shame. Right? Because like you don't choo- like I you don't deserve to just lose your job. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, okay. I, I I don't think that that's bad enough. I think that you should at least Jail. be like <laughs> be placed somewhere public. Where niggas can roast you on national television. (laughs) Like, at least let us, let the community line up our best black comics to just flame you in front of
1: everyone you hold dear. I just think firing's not good enough. I mean, and you won't catch me arguing with it. Like, you a whole bitch for this. You are an adult. Like, anytime I have conflict with children, I take a moment to say those wise words my mother told me when I was a teenager dealing with my little brother. Yeah. This is a child. Yeah. And as much as I might be irritated or upset or mad right now, I have the yeah. benefit of being a grown ass person. Yeah. So I can compartmentalize and I can put things into the right context and I can respond like an adult because I'm an adult. If you're not an adult, you have no business being a teacher.
0: And see, that's the thing. You didn't ask for your mama to bring no I brother didn't. into your goddamn I
1: didn't. House. Did I have to learn you know anyway? But, but I didn't ask. You're right. That. I didn't sign up. I wasn't being if- paid to be a big sister. Probably would have complained <laughs> less.
0: <laughs> if you can't deal with a five-year-old possibly using too much toilet tissue, I humbly suggest you find something else you need to go be an and accountant I know there aren't a ton of I'm right there aren't a ton of options i'm hearing great things about bitcoin <laughs> only fans <laughs> i don't know what else it is you need to give a shot to but clearly you should not be a teacher or yes. around children at all because you can't handle the basics
1: right because this is day one and you, you're not equipped. So find something else to do. Some place where you don't have to take care of children. And let that be My that.
0: word. Cheryl. Is that teacher a parent?
1: I can't imagine. I really can't imagine a parent doing something like this. But you never know. They might just be deeply racist. Down to their core.
0: That's true, too. That is true, too. That right. is very true, too. So. Because they could have you know a whole bunch of children it's not like they look at black kids as humans
1: right so
0: <laughs> so you're right
1: oh <sighs> but yeah i hope you get i hope i hope uh that this the elementary school is not owned by this woman and her mother and um they take every dime they can from this school district because i, I just don't understand how a teacher like this like this teacher has to face some kind of consequences. It's just Seriously. so wrong. It's just so wrong to do that like, to a baby.
0: I, <laughs> I mean, evil. really, it, like, at it, any it's age, even if, a, even if
1: even if an eighteen year old high school senior did it, I I would not expect a child, a a a student, to have to clean out the toilet. But even if they did, at the bare minimum. I'm going to expect that y'all gave him a pair of them long-ass rubber gloves to put on. Like, it's something. A five-year-old putting his bare hands in the toilet is inexcusable on every level.
0: That's why it's evil. Because you did that shit knowing that a child would be confused enough, scared enough, intimidated enough. To just not argue and go ahead with it or whatever the fuck. If that child instead of five was 15, he likely would have told you to eat an entire bag of dicks and taken himself to the principal's office. Because he already knew (laughs) when mama, daddy, guardian, whoever the fuck, me, my pulled up. It was curtains. You did that shit with a baby because you knew that the baby would not fucking argue with you. I hope whatever the extent of the consequences (laughs) can be, you get 10 times past that. Fuck you and your lineage.
1: Exactly. Oh Well, I mean, it's not going to get any better than that. So on that note, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out on social media at thisistheread.com. Um, oh, and at this is the read, our merch is at ShopTheRead.com. And yeah, don't forget Stitcher Premium if you want ad-free episodes of the show. Any news from you this week, friend?
0: I don't have any news. I simply want to say uh don't forget your SPF. It matters. It does. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, look after your pets, keep them fed and watered. And also, bitch, before you start complaining about them pulling episodes, I don't know why I could just put this in the read. Before you don't, you start complaining about them pulling episodes of SpongeBob or whatever, but Lil Nas X's video <laughs> or whatever the fuck other <laughs> shit is out here that episode of Spongebob that they pulled they pulled two episodes of Spongebob but the Panty Raid episode needed to go because it was weird in 2003 or whenever the fuck it came out and that is an actual Nickelodeon children's show where someone thought it was a funny idea to write these cartoon characters breaking into a woman's house and stealing her drawers so before y'all start complaining about you know the gays versus Spongebob (laughs) or Pepe Le Pew's creepy ass or Johnny Bravo or whoever the fuck else it was weird and unnecessary then and it was actually marketed to children mm. so you know save the soak dumb it shit, up right. and get it get the fuck over yourself okay <laughs> you're going to die one day it is just it is what it is you're getting older and shit ain't as sweet as you thought that it was when, you know, bigotry was just at an all time high and you could just walk around and spit at any nigger or fag that you chose.
1: Yeah. To.
0: You know, the kids are, are shaping Fuck things that. up differently. <laughs> yeah. Your yes. chapter's wrapping up. So get over yourself. And I'm done. And I won't ever say anything kind to anyone <laughs> ever again on social media. So don't worry about that either.
1: All right. All right, blacks, take care of yourselves. We will see y'all next week.